0: You excited about camping this weekend, Art?
1: Yeah, I am excited, yeah.
0: Are you more excited about camping or getting your cat?
1: Are we going to start this already?
0: No, it was a nice thing! Mm. I didn't say anything mean about your cat. I didn't say, like, get your little shit terror devil.
1: You should have heard what she said the other day. Was it shit terror devil? Yeah. She, like, raised <laughs> questions about me as a human being.
0: I said that I if know. I was single that somebody that is a cat guy would be a red flag for me. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I just like, I don't know. There's something about like a guy that just like has cats. Like you have other animals, Paul, so you're okay.
2: When I was single, I just generally had the cat.
0: Yeah, but would you be like, I'm a cat guy?
2: (laughs) Yes, and it works fantastically. No, it's not. Red flag. If you know how to be nice to a cat, you generally know how to be nice to a woman.
0: Why? Because they're both pussies? No,
2: Whoa. terrible. No, because you know to be gentle, to be patient, to let them come to you, to listen to and like be mindful of what they're telling you with their body language.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're describing a vagina.
2: I am, and petting a cat at the same time. <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. All right. Oh uh, Yeah, make sure we have it right
2: this time. It sounded a little weird when I was listening. A I know. Bit. There were moments yeah. where I couldn't edit out the... Uh I want to say, off the hop, for the cold open, for people who listened last week, that there were moments, perhaps, of weird echo, and that was, I'll say, my fault for be- not being here early enough to... Shoe art away from the board. (laughs) Um, And that I
3: take the blame for that. Today on the Geek Out podcast, whoa, Webmeister Bud didn't do a cue (laughs) sheet for us, and us spoiled children now don't know our heads from our asses. This is going to be a mess. <laughs> this is, yeah, we were ragging on his segways, and yeah. Okay, let's do the intro thingy.
4: Bling.
2: <laughs> no, that's
3: not how it goes at all, Brian. Is it not? Oh my god!
2: No, you say Taylor go Podcast, and then you say the thing. You say your thing. Well, I we don't, I don't have a thing. We're all gonna do an intro though, still, right? Yeah. I thought yeah, that so was our intro. No, just tease it up. The thing, we just agreed the things we were gonna talk about, so you just teased up the thing you're gonna talk about. Oh,
3: no, that's not what we were talking about earlier, Paul. I know, but let's just do it that way. Yeah. No, this whole argument is gonna be in. This all stays. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna talk about, like, Batman or some shit. Wow, dude. Go ahead. (laughs) Okay, Art, you
1: go. Ian Holm and Joel Schumacher both passed away. We'll try not to
3: do terrible (laughs) tributes. We probably will, though.
2: Apple announced a bunch of new features at the developers conference, and Brian... I didn't say anything! If he can get it together, we'll chirp them for ripping off Android from six years ago.
0: I didn't say anything yet. Yet. And I'm going to talk about Star Wars and shit.
1: Nerdy is the new sexy.
3: Let's geek. geek out. The all podcast. Right. It's the Geek Out Podcast, episode 90. Is this episode 90? Oh wow. I think so. Yeah. I think Man. it is. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, 90. Uh <laughs> yeah. Um Bud's not here. Uh so this is all just completely off the rails. Um,
0: you can tell how much he holds this podcast together <laughs> he, yeah. when he's not he's here. He's the yeah. glue
3: that keeps us organized. Uh, my name is DJ Boy Tano. You can hear me every weekday doing the mixtape in a show called The Afternoon Zone.
2: Hi, I'm Paul Basino and I host that Afternoon Zone, and a couple of things to uh, deal with right off the top. Number one... I won our Activity Challenge (laughs) this week! Yes, congratulations. Thank you very much. Now, we've dealt—Kirsten, I can tell you were extra furious with this loss. There was—anytime I would do anything, or would complete a workout or anything, I would get a chirpy response from Kirsten, not impressed with my calorie burns this week
0: <laughs> well but i just i don't understand please tell me so i got like a notification on my phone that paul had done like an 800 calorie burn workout yes. which is huge like that's and i was like oh wow paul's really stepping it up this week paul what, paul what did you do to do 800 calories
2: 30 burpees
0: <laughs> 30 burpees
2: yeah I, that well, doesn't make any sense I think it does. I well, burpees f- are f- f- oh, burpees are fucked. Yeah, burpees, burpees suck. make you, and it just like it. It just wins me. in ten burpees, three sets of ten, right? In ten, I am wheezing and doubled over, and it's like it really elevates your heart rate. And so the Apple Watch continues to count your heart rate as long as it is elevated beyond a brisk walk. So I do my thirty burpees, and then I just let the watch run. Until it tells me that I'm dipped below that heart rate. And so just the simple actions of like having a shower and driving to work continues counting active calories. And so that's why I'm crushing these points. So I think it's totally fair and normal. And Kirsten, if you want to go ahead and do some burpees as well to catch up. Great, do it. I did,
0: I did because I did not believe you because I'm an asshole. And so on Saturday, I was like, fuck this, fuck these 800 things and then him having a shower and driving. So I did 60 burpees (laughs) and I let my watch go for however long it thought that it needed to go and I burned 90 calories. Okay,
2: I do not believe that you did 60 burpees. Art, back me up on this. You know a little bit about the exercise of a burpee there's no way that she only burns 90 calories doing 60 burpees that's insane i don't think you know what a burpee is kirsten now i don't know how these
0: i want to do them like you guys should get on a topic that i don't want to contribute to and then i'll do 60 burpees and you can watch (laughs) me do
2: it
3: how long did it take you to do 60 burpees yeah
2: yeah great question kirsten
0: um like five minutes in a row, you did sixty in a row. No, I actually did thirty burpees, thirty squats, thirty presses, and then thirty, thirty, thirty again. So I actually did a bit more.
3: And that it took like, you. And that only you burn ninety calories from that.
4: Mm-hmm. that that's it. Mm-hmm.
3: You're doing something wrong. Yeah, something's mm-hmm. not right. Something's not no. right. Were you sweating?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I did it in control too, and my face was really close to that carpet. It was kind of gross. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I. I don't know what, like, that's, to me, that's a real glitch. If that's, if you are 100% truthful about this, then that's a glitch in the system or something and, and clearly don't do it. Like, do what works for you, right? I
0: told you this. My heart rate is like, I'm like a dead vampire or something. My resting heart rate is like 60.
1: Right. (laughs) so So that's, your, your, your watch takes your resting heart rate. And then anything that goes over that, when you turn on whatever it is you're, your circle well
2: or- not anything you got to like be doing enough it got to count it as it says as much as you're doing is a more than a brisk walk so yeah. i think my resting heart rate is something like 70 something like that and then as long- if i get up to like 90 then it starts counting
0: but basically your heart rate should return to normal after 2 minutes of not doing like that's that's a right. healthy heart. It should be two minutes, and you should be back at your resting heart rate. So the fact that you're showering and driving and doing all this stuff after your 30 burpees and it's still counting, either your watch is broken, no. or your heart is broken.
2: My my, my, my <laughs> it might be my heart. Might be something wrong with my heart. But in that case, I really deserve this win. <laughs> and- but yes,
0: congratulations. I was very impressed. <laughs> Thank you. You went swimming. Yeah, you did all the things. You did swimming. You did all of your crazy burpees. You did like you worked very hard
4: Thank
2: you. to
0: beat me, and I was very impressed with your win.
2: I I told Brian the story yesterday, but Kirsten went for a walk on Sunday night and pulled ahead because it was a tight race and it was like a high scoring race this last week. And uh, Kurt, I, I was exhausted. I'd been at the lake. I'd been drinking and everything on Saturday. And then Sunday, I was in bed at like 11, and Kirsten had gone for a walk <laughs> and um, and pulled the head by like a few points. And I just, I was so exhausted. I actually passed out for a bit. Then we rewoke up, and it was just before midnight. Contest ended at midnight. And I just, I turned to my girl, and I was just like, I got to do some setups. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I, I
0: wondered, because I was like, I went to bed, and I was maybe 20 points ahead of you and i was like uh yeah you know he's got like an hour to do this i <laughs> yeah. wonder if he's gonna pull it off and and when i woke up in the morning i was like
2: fuck yeah and so that's how i i wanted i you, i did kirsten's own thing back to her where she pulls ahead at the last second and so that's what i did i did like 15 minutes worth of crunches and mountain climbers
4: <laughs> and and paul says that
2: you you pull ahead with a, a lot of walks leisurely walks i don't quite
1: understand <laughs> like just like <laughs> it, it, you got to be like walking uphill because I can walk a long ways without you know even breaking a sweat or even oh, raising well, look, the it heartbreak. Has, has a healthy heart. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm just interested in how you, you, you're winning by doing walks.
0: Well, they're really long walks. Like usually, like they're an hour and a half, two hour long walks. Yeah. And I walk at a brisk pace. And also, I walk like because I live like ten minutes from the ocean, so I walk downhill like to sea level, and then it is like up.
4: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Yeah, you can only burn 60 calories doing 60 push-ups or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah,
0: 90 calories mm-hmm. doing 60 burpees. That's a bit frigged. All right. I, so I think, well, because it only took me it took me less than 10 minutes to do it. So that makes sense.
1: I just I think both claims uh, there's some question marks to both claims here. Both Paul's claims and both Kirsten's claims. Would you say so, Brian?
3: Yeah, I think that you'd, you'd have an accurate uh, calculation if you both got Android watches. <laughs> oh, on that, Paul, mm-hmm. do you want to go God.
2: first? <laughs> yeah, sure. No, because we're not even done introductions yet. Um, oh, yeah, okay. But I have another thing, though, and this is, I know we usually do this at the end, but I think we should do it now because we're so late on this. Oh, the calendar.
0: Oh, the calendar. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It is June 23rd, you guys, and we're still on May here. Oh. So, what do we all guess is going to be the Rise of Skywalker calendar for June? Um,
4: I feel
0: like it's going to be like a lesser known character. It's going to be, have we had Dio yet? new droid
2: Dio yeah Dio is on this one
0: oh Dio is this month um
2: okay it's BB-8 and Dio Mm -hmm. so far we've had R2-D2 Kylo Ren
3: Finn Janna and this month BB-8 it's gonna be what's the the, um, the little guy the Frick Frick what's his name something Frick oh Babu Babu Freak Freak.
0: my my longest and oldest friend
3: I think because everybody's wearing a lot of
1: mustard today. I'm going yeah. with the uh, Jason Lamb was wearing mustard as well today. Whoa, I'll out. go with the uh, C-3PO. Okay. I think it's
0: going to be um, Knights of Ren.
1: Okay. Kirsten
2: for the win. Knights of Ren. Oh, Look at that.
1: There we
3: are. <laughs> Woo. You yeah. won something this week. We're seeing, <laughs> we're seeing more of them in calendar form than we saw in the freaking movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm.
2: Really, I know. They get a whole really feature man. month. Jeez. Yeah. Well, there are six of them.
1: Who would have known? I remember the whole Kylo Ren storyline in that movie was, like, really good. And it kind of fell flat at the end with the Knights of Ren, though, because they could have gone so much further with that.
2: God, it's such a shame. The Knights of Ren, like, if I'm looking at them in this calendar, like, they are sweet. They are really well designed. Clearly what it is is, like, rejects from the Kylo Ren designs. But anyways, repurposed nicely into... These six—I don't know what they are. Bad guys. Who even knows what they are? What are? What is the Knights of Ren? What? We'll
3: explore them in twenty years on Disney Plus.
2: Yeah. So that's such a shame. That was such a waste of potential. And that I think is Ryan Johnson's fault.
3: That is Ryan Johnson's fault.
2: It should have been all about the Knights of Ren in that second movie. Mm -hmm. Kylo didn't do shit in that second movie except for blow his mom out into space, and talk
1: telepathically. Yeah, uh, My name is Art Aronson. I'm a reporter here. Oh, yeah. Kirsten?
0: I'm Kirsten James.
2: Well, let's start with uh, this here in place of the Weekly Geek Out topic. Um, uh, Apple did their developers conference where they, you know, they always pitch it as this thing was like, oh, now developers, you're going to know how to make apps for our devices. So I always, I'm like, I see that and I'm just like, oh, okay, not for me, next. And then, duh, what they should do is explain that it's really about their new operating systems which is like impacts all of us all the time Mm -hmm. and the new features that are coming to their devices and so there were I thought Uh, A few very uh, cute and interesting, uh, pretty major upgrades to the uh, various devices. I don't have a Mac, uh, so I don't know too much about those. Uh, The phone and the watch ones were kind of cute. Kirsten, do you want to uh, tell us about those?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so the phone uh, here is where Brian is going to chirp us. Um, I'm
3: not. I didn't say I'm not saying anything.
0: Coming to iOS 14 widgets you can Ooh. set up widgets and different home screens on your iphone wow
2: that's so cool wow it's so neat of apple to invent this for us mm-hmm. i can't wait I nothing. it is
0: pretty cool like um if you can you can go to apple's website and like check out what the widgets are going to look like um and like I don't know how the fuck this took them 14 phone operating systems to do. Like, instead of having the stupid little, you know, square um, widgets that you can, like, sometimes drag into, like, little groups, like, you can actually expand some of them. Like, this is a, like, you could get the weather widget. Instead of having to fucking click the weather widget to see what the weather is, you can expand it on your home screen um, so you can actually see it without clicking and opening it.
1: Yeah. Guys, before we go through all of these different things that they announced, I like just kind of scanned through it and went from uh clip to clip because they like had spread it out if you want to check out the Mac or if you want to check out the, the phone iOS. And it's just software and I guess new new uh processing chips and boring. Boring, boring, boring. I think I speak for right. a good Seventy percent of the population. Then get the Give fuck out and go do some cool. burpees then
2: because the no I think, no, I think is it is cool. cool. I think yeah, there's so many these cool things. Yeah. There's no. new operating systems. No. That's what we're talking here. That's what I said. Is that like there are things that actually affect us. It's like yeah, the look and the functionality of your phone. All right, back, so one of the think. things
0: that I'm excited about, which it's again, going. what the fuck? How did this take fourteen different iterations to get to, now they have something called compact calls. So you know when you get mm-hmm. a phone call on your phone and it takes up the entire phone and you either have to decline it and then the person knows that you're ignoring <laughs> them or just wait for it to fucking stop ringing to get back to whatever you were doing? Yeah. Um, now it's just going to pop up like a notification so you can still see the rest of your screen while someone's calling you.
4: Right. Which oh, is, nice. I'm I'm stupid. Kind of
0: and you sense. can do uh, FaceTime, picture-in-picture, picture, which you couldn't do before. Right. So like these are really cool things that will help with the usability of your phone Um, you can pin conversations in um, messages which is good because like sometimes I'll scroll through my messages and I'm trying to find my like where the fuck is this conversation from whoever Um, now you can pin people to the top Um, Apple's Maps that who uses Apple's Maps like I do
2: do you really yeah I do over Google yeah I do because um, you know similar to a lot of things I am willing to admit I am not so, such a fanboy and so, uh, such a, so slavishly devoted to what I use here. Okay. That's why I hate the conversation. I hate the like chirping each other and everything. Brian sitting quietly smirky.
4: I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I, I'm, I can well admit that probably Google has better maps that won't drive me into a lake. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> Because Apple Maps does a good enough job, generally, especially you know to get me where I'm going, in most cases, actually, like Apple Maps has really improved since that like really devastating rollout. <laughs> it does a good enough job, and because it's native to the phone, and because it works perfectly with my watch, that's why I choose to use Apple Maps. It just <laughs> it's the same reason I use Apple Music. I I know that Spotify. Generally, because I have a Spotify account too, a free one, and generally when I log into it and I look at the explore or the like new for you feature on Spotify, Spotify with way, way, way less use seems to nail down my music tastes way better. I I, I much prefer the music I discover on Spotify versus what Apple Music serves me up every single week with their new music discovery thing. But still, I choose to use Apple Music and I choose to have a subscription to it because of the way that it works across my different devices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a I have a family plan, too. So other people in my house can also use the Apple Music and it just makes sense for us. So that's the thing, right? Like, I really feel because I hate I as soon as I announced this yesterday on the radio, too, you get the Android diehards who want to chirp. At Apple for, yeah, taking fucking till now to have widgets. And, you know, and and those are totally worthwhile sharps. That makes sense. Yeah. I I totally get all that. But when you're choosing a device and really at this point now, a tech ecosystem for your home life, you have to weigh those pros and cons. No device, no ecosystem is going to be perfect and... You kind of have to weigh them... You know which ones are benefit outweigh which benefits outweigh the negatives. So yes, to answer your question, I do use Apple Maps for that reason.
0: Well, I use Google Maps and it, it fits in my ecosystem fine. But right. yep. now Apple Maps is going to have um, cycling directions, which is something it didn't have before. And, and one of the reasons why I was using Google still is because you can get the Google um, walking and cycling and whatever directions. And now Apple's going to have that, which is nice.
2: The cycling one is really cool because only in a couple of cities right now. So it's like new york san francisco la beijing they actually take topographical um information into account so when they're rooting your bike route for you i don't know maybe this is something that google has been doing for years i don't know probably right yeah um it tells you and it it roots it it maps your route out for you uh to limit hills which is good because even though i bike to work every day i fucking hate going up hills yeah that's what google does (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. Google does that. Hey! Hey, now Apple's caught up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this one I don't really understand. So did you see the thing about the car keys? Yeah. And Apple CarPlay? So apparently, just like Apple, um, you have your wallet on your phone. Apparently, now you're going to be able to have your car... If your phone has CarPlay, Mm -hmm. you can use your phone as the key to your car and start it.
2: Yeah, so I... What I think I saw was you can't just have CarPlay. You got to have like a special thing that's going to be built in.
0: Oh, you got to have one of those key, key, the the ones that don't have a key. Yeah. Like, no, the, but like even more specialized yeah. oh. than
2: that. Like there's only one car, like one model of BMW. Oh, is gonna, yeah, it's going to come out, but they're going to slowly roll it out more. And in fact, as for right now, it's you can't even start the car with it. You can open it. <laughs> that's it. You can un- unlock the car. So you still need your key fob if you want to drive anywhere, but if you want to go sit with the air conditioning on, maybe let's talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the neat thing about this, I'm sure they'll get there, and I'm sure that like CarPlay, this is something that all the major manufacturers are going to roll out, and I'm sure even the like the start fob functionality will get there, which is, I think, a really neat thing to, you know, oh, I forgot my keys, but I'll just unlock and start my car with my phone, and away you go.
4: Yeah,
2: um, that, That's really a neat thing, and and it kind of was only a matter of time. Well, I thought it was
0: cool. You could share the key. Like, yes! so like, if you, if like, say I was away and I was like, Oh shit, Paul, I need to move my car. I can like virtually share my car key with you. That's right. You can go move my car and then I can like rescind your access to the key, which is. Pretty cool. Like, I don't know what situation that might come up in, but it's just a neat future y thing.
2: Yeah. Well, like you just said, right? Like, hey, can you go move my car for me? Yeah. And then it's like, you send, you literally send your car keys in a message, in a text message. Like, that's pretty cool. Wild. Yeah.
0: Um, The other, there's lots of other cool things to check out about the iOS 14, but the like thing that Bud would probably like, not that he's an Apple guy, but there's a whole bunch of new privacy controls, which I feel like Mm. Apple is really focusing on this privacy stuff now, especially... After um, what's going on with like Facebook and stuff like that, because yeah. a lot of people have used these Facebook sign-ins um, to sign into websites because it's easy, right? You go to Spotify, you're like, do you want to make an account or do you just want to sign in with Facebook? Yeah, and then you don't have to remember another password. Um, it seems like Apple is trying to steal this now from Facebook because people are starting not to trust Facebook and what they're doing with their data. Um, so they are introducing in iOS 14 something you're calling an upgraded sign-in with Apple so now like if you're currently signing in they don't specifically say Facebook but you know they're kind of (laughs) talking about Facebook if you are doing a single sign-in through a website like Spotify you can now change it it will easily upgrade you to Apple sign-in so it'll Mm. use your face ID or whatever um, to sign in with Apple and take that away take all that info away from Facebook which is interesting yeah um, the other privacy things you can share an approximate location instead of your actual location. Um, and there's uh recording indi- um, indicators and I don't know some other stuff. I don't care. Yeah. Privacy, but no, whatever. Some it, people care.
2: It's great. I try and walk the line of, uh, you know, understanding that privacy is important, but also not being like a paranoid Android about it. And uh, so and I, do, I have to say that I do appreciate Apple's commitment to personal privacy and all the little steps they take, you know, putting your, even your facial recognition, making sure that doesn't leave your phone, that kind of thing. You know, yeah, Apple has, I would say, a very good track record. And if that's important to you, that's, that's sweet. There's some companies, yeah, and I'm sorry, like Google. I don't like Google having a lot of my information. And Facebook, the fuck out of here with Facebook. Yep. Fuck Facebook. With having my information i don't trust them hardly at all so like yeah so that's another big one that's another big plus in apple's column in my mind
0: the last thing um that i thought was cool like so there's a bunch of other things that you can check out we won't even talk about the mac upgrades that they're doing um but did you see on the watch paul yeah. the thing that they're adding they're adding a hand wash detector Which is so it's like it's going to automatically know when you're washing your hands and it's going to come up with like this cute little graphic of of, like a 20 second countdown to help you wash your hands for 20 seconds.
2: Yeah. It's, I saw that. You know what? With all this COVID (laughs) happening, I wished for that. I kind of wish that there was like, I know it's so silly to say, but like there was an automatic little timer on my watch because, uh, I'll be honest even though i'm uh work at a music radio station and clearly care about music and i'm passionate about music in a certain way i must be dead somewhere in my heart where i don't sing a song when i'm washing my hands i just count to fucking 20. seriously not even
0: happy birthday twice
2: now now <laughs> i just count it's, i'm like and i just i realize it about myself too i'm like you are a sad miserable man why don't you sing but um but I don't. And so I wish for that cuz I time everything, right? I time my coffee, I ever you know it's like I'm always setting timers my when I cook, everything's on a timer. And I wish that there was a 20 second timer on the watch and for it to automatically just know when you're washing your hands and, and do that automatically for you with the little bubble graphic is so cute. However, mm-hmm. I did read that this is a thing that you can turn on and off uh, because the watch is supposed to know based on, like, machine learning and various gestures, like, oh, okay, they're washing their hands now. Start the timer. But can you just imagine if, I don't know, you're doing anything else and it starts setting your little bubble watch timer and then being like, <laughs> don't quit yet. I'd be like, oh, God, annoying. Stop it. I'm trying to rub one out. Leave me alone. Um,
0: it's not, hopefully not the same motion, like.
2: <laughs> Similar, similar,
4: <laughs> um, right? And about that the,
2: was very visual. The twenty seconds is about right too. So I mean, yeah, oh, it's like happy birthdays. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, interestingly, then I sing. Yeah, how funny. <laughs> um, no, but like, if it, just, if it starts going off throughout the day for other reasons, I'd be turning that off in a real hurry. I'll just count to 20, thank you.
0: Anyway, check out all the cool things. If uh, you're not an Apple user, uh, the last 25 minutes of this podcast was really interesting.
2: Brian- How many burpees did you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian, go ahead and do your
3: chirps. I didn't say I was going to chirp, but welcome. Welcome to the widget world. <laughs> That's all I can say. Welcome. And you
2: know what? I am I am stoked on the widgets mm-hmm. cuz one thing that android people have said to me forever is "oh, so much more um uh, customization and I've been like I don't really care about that. Again, as a pro goes, it wasn't a big enough pro for me to even consider switching over to my android. But with the Initial, like Kirsten said, when you can kind of see the things, the cute things you can do on your phone with the widgets to, you know, diversify what your home screen looks like, I am grateful and excited that it's finally coming to Apple. I think it'll be neat. It'll be neat to have, yeah, I don't know, maybe the weather. I didn't like, though, I don't know, I I wonder how I'm going to do it, though. I really am thinking about this because people just have, like, the weather real
3: big on their phone. Mm -hmm. It's like, that doesn't look good. Well, and that's the thing. I i took advantage of widgets quite a bit yeah to the point where i kind of got tired of them and now it's like i got a big clock yeah on the front uh a music player and then the only other widget that i really ever use aside from like you know because like you have the thing like i I have all my other smaller apps here or the the daily apps here and then i have them organized into little folders which you can already do on on apple yeah um and then the only other one that I have is just, like, the calendar widget. Yeah. Oh. So I can pull up my calendar really fast. That's uh, good. This is still within the home screen. And just so I can see what my day is going to look like. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, I used to have pages and pages of widgets that I used to use. But then I realized, like, you know what? I just need the big clock, yeah. the weather, a music player, and the calendar. Yeah. And then I'm set. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I think you're going to find that, too, is, like, when, when Apple does uh, roll that out you're probably going to be playing a lot with like the widgets and customizing things. And then about like a month later, you'll be like, I think I just need like two things here.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, we should mention too, this is rolling out in the fall. So this is like Paul said, the developer conference, basically. So all the developers can start making shit Mm -hmm. for this. And this will be rolling out in the fall.
2: Yeah. And, and that's exactly right, Brian. Like, uh, all, with all the stuff that's super ultra customi- customizable as it is mm-hmm. anyways with the iPhone, I've just been like, I don't need that. I, it's fine. Just keep it they, simple because otherwise you're just spending way too much simple, time yeah. on your phone.
0: And I think that's part of the reason yeah. why Apple hasn't let fucking people do this because Apple's like, yeah. no, 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 no. We know best. <laughs> like, you guys are idiots. So you're going to make it look fucking ugly.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like when we all first learned web design and the, all our web pages had a million <laughs> Dan- dancing, dancing angel babies. babies on it or <laughs> dancing babies. Glitter. Dancing toasters and... Yeah. MIDI, so, MIDI files. The one thing that I do like, and, and Brian, because some people with their home screen put like a, a photo of like a loved one or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't do that. I never, I just find it's like, you want to be looking at, yeah, I get you love your wife, but like.
0: Brian's photo is of himself and I yeah. almost mentioned that.
2: <laughs> it's of me. Uh,
3: My photo is of me.
2: Yeah. Which, but it's like. A, <laughs> oh, there I am. But it's kind of a like an artsy photo that's mostly color and light. And so I always have just like a background that's like a background and not a photo. But I do like that one of the widgets on Apple will be like a a rotate through of featured photos. So you will have a little bit of like, you know, on your nice, colorful, patterny, whatever it is, background, if you choose to do that, you can still have, you know, featured photos rotating through of something pretty or someone you love Mm -hmm. as a photo. I think that to me more makes more sense. And that's one of the little customizing things that i'll be interested in
0: speaking of customizing things brian tell us about batman what
3: <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: there's nipples and <laughs> batmobiles and
3: bat uh, right. okay and- cool sorry i have mm-hmm. to scroll to where we uh <laughs> were because i wasn't expecting that i'm not that good at segways i'm not you were bud no that's that's fine um, okay, yeah, uh, so big news, I guess it came out yesterday, we're recording this on Tuesday the 23rd, and this uh, mainly came out yesterday, the 22nd, um, it, uh, it's just that Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his role as Batman Ooh. in um, the Ezra Miller Flashpoint movie, now this movie by, uh, you know, the the Flash movie has been in development for friggin' ever, Mm-hmm. Um, didn't even know if it was going to happen anymore after Ezra Miller was behaving badly at a bar one day, um, but uh, apparently it's still going to go through. There was a lot of different things because, like the the Flashpoint story, is really about the Flash traveling through different not not even just different points in time, but different uh, like alternate universes. Right. Um, so they've already also explored this in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, Michael Keaton's Batman or Bruce version of Bruce Wayne was also teased in that Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, series where Mm -hmm. it showed that he had actually married Selina Kyle. Um, And, uh, yeah, so apparently he's in talks to revise his role. And not only like it, it, the talks are mainly for this Flashpoint movie, but um for like the other uh, article that i read also teases that he won't just be in this flashpoint movie he'll be um uh, coming up in other properties as well oh so. as batman as batman yeah hmm. so it'll be interesting and I, i'm i'm thinking he's just going to be playing like an older bruce wayne uh one of the articles that i read is that they're they're trying to you know Uh, If they're going to keep going with this DC universe, they're going to try to make him sort of like the Nick Fury. Like, he's not really suiting up and getting into a lot of action, but kind of being the thread that ties a lot of these universes together, Mm -hmm. which would be interesting. (coughs) Because also the Matt Reeves Batman is is still very much in development, so Robert Pattinson's still doing his whatever workout regiment that he just released (laughs) uh, for Christopher Nolan. (laughs) I wonder and, how many uh, calories he
0: burns doing Yeah, he's burpees. still doing
3: his, like, 30 burpees <laughs> and walk, walking uphill after going to the beach. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so th- that's still happening, but that is obviously a different uh, DC universe than this, this hmm. uh, current one that's kind of being developed. Ugh. But the thing about The Flash is that it's kind of like... He's sort of like the Doctor Strange element in in the Marvel Universe in that, like, hmm. you can use that as a catalyst to visit different universes, I guess. Right. So.
0: I think it'll be cool to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Like, I mean, we kind of, like, got it a little bit in Birdman, at least, Birdman, like, yeah. as an homage. But, yeah. like, I mean... I I like uh, Michael Keaton as as Bruce Wayne was a great Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great Batman. Like I don't know what this older version will be. I think that's a good um, thought, Brian. That maybe he'll just be like a Bruce Wayne character. And he's not going to suit up. But I would love mm-hmm. to see him. Like I'd love to see him in the cowl again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So Michael Keaton is the vulture in the Marvel cinematic universe. You mm-hmm. don't think that there's some sort of like clause in his contract that says he can't be part of the dc universe
2: oh, that's an interesting question brian because i mean they're they're setting him to come back in that right and kind yeah. of be the leader of the sinister six or i yeah. don't know how they're going to do that
3: um i well and that i think suicide squad has already kind of ruled a lot of that out because um not only is uh james gunn going to be appearing in suicide squad right. i guess his brother uh is is also going to be Sean Gunn is also going to be there. And then who else? Somebody else from the Guardians of the Galaxy cast or another MCU character is going to be making an appearance in um in that film?
0: Yeah, there's been a couple actors that have crossed over between the MCU and the um DC universe. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like not, none of the like major ones.
3: No, I don't think anybody major. Um and and I wouldn't even really paint uh michael keaton as a very you know a very major character in the very least that like in this coming upcoming movie with jared leto he's just gonna be kind of a side character at first or maybe even just somebody that shows up after the credits or something you know
0: in the morbius movie
3: right yeah i I love michael keaton whatever he
1: does uh so uh, and i love him i think he's one of the best villains, actually, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has had. He was right. In his standalone movie, anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, to see more of him, maybe he can help save the DCEU or whatever they're calling it now.
2: <laughs> see, here's the thing. I was thinking to myself about all this while you are talking, Brian, about, like, to compare, like, what a sloppy, sloppy mess when you compare... You know this Batman is old, and then the Pattinson Batman's happening, and then it's this Flash, but then he beat up a lady, but then now, oh, let's get Michael Keaton back because he's at least lovable from the '90s. And then I was like, "Good lord, what an absolute gong show mess!" When you compare it to how like perfectly streamlined, you know, Marvel is over there, you know, 25 movies, and then I just was like, "You gotta stop comparing, dude." DC, right now, and it's like, I'm sorry, Michael Keaton getting cast is not going to save it. None of this stuff is going to save it. Like Not even Cavill coming back. None of this stuff. DC and their movies are such a smess that they're inconsequential. And you got to take them one at a time as they come. Hmm. Wonder Woman looks good. New new Pattinson Batman could be promising. We'll see. I will enjoy it as a one movie. But we got to stop comparing it to the MCU and, and DC themselves should realize that as well. Stop trying to replicate that formula. So for you to even say, you know, oh, Michael Keaton, he's going to be similar to Nick Cage. Nick Fury. Or, sorry, Nick Fury. <laughs> Duh. Um, not the bees, they're in my eyes. <laughs> he's uh, so insidious, he's got,
0: he's got in your mind.
2: <laughs> Nick Cage. I mean, we shouldn't even a- be thinking of a- comparisons song. like that. No, not at all. Right, like, like, and they should not be doing things that can be comparable.
3: You well, just, even, even them saying, like, oh, well, cause, dc has you know their multiple universes and all that kind of stuff and so you can have more than one batman or you can have more than one flash and you know uh ezra miller showed up in that uh, did a cameo in that crisis on infinite earths as his version of the flash meeting Mm -hmm. the cw version of the flash and it's because they're all different universes but that is still that doesn't mean that the whole thing wasn't messy you know, that's yeah. just them kind of being like, "Yeah, see, yeah, no, we had a plan for it all along. Different universes. That's it. That's you know." This is what they do when they're writing comics,
2: because when they are cranking comics out constantly, week after week, you mm-hmm. write yourself into corners. You do things where it doesn't make sense anymore, and but you, then you want to do other things. So you're like, "Ah, uh, it happens in a different universe." Yeah. Uh, oh, okay right and like when when comics start doing stuff like that that's where you lose meat that's where you're not telling a story anymore you're just grinding out meat yep. and
3: some of the meat is not good and so this is what dc has done to themselves well and that's when you're only really catering to your hardcore fans right yes. whereas like as a as a comic book or a casual comic book reader or somebody who just wants to dabble in comics it's hard to get into because where do you start yeah right you, there's always so many different reboots of different storylines or alternate versions of this storyline was like okay well if i want to learn about superman what's the first mm. comic that i should read yeah you know what i mean whereas yeah. and this is kind of the same uh, corner that they're painting themselves in with their movies it's like okay you're gonna have all these different movies about batman what's the first one i should see if i if yeah. i don't even know a thing about batman yeah. how should i learn about batman
2: it just sucks endless trash is what this is they you know reboot endless has become trash. a dirty word so rather than trying to reboot or whatever they're trying to build up but like guess what you've made you've built yourself a house with a foundation of garbage and you, you're just you gotta tear the whole <laughs> thing down and start over and it's oh god it's such an endless trash mess what was interesting though about this and then um okay I'll take this Joel Schumacher died. Schumacher! (laughs) Yeah.
0: We can't do that anymore.
3: Yeah. um,
0: We can't blame things on him. Or now we can more, because he's
3: not alive and he won't know about it. Well, I... Thing with Joel Schumacher is that he did own up to all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was even last year there was an article where he was just like, "I know, <laughs> it was bad." Yeah, his commentary, his
1: commentary on uh, there's some commentary where he's doing director's commentary on Batman and Robin, and he just apologizes to people throughout the entire <laughs> right? entire <Okay>. yeah. movie.
3: <laughs> you just gotta feel bad from
0: reading all these articles about him, though. I didn't realize, and this is especially weird because of what we know about Batman and Robin, did you know that he came from a fashion background?
3: Yeah. No, I did not. Yeah.
0: He came from a fashion background, so who made the decision to put the fucking nipples on the bath suit? <laughs> yeah. The fashion the fashion designer! He was the one! He was like, that's fashion, some I- nipples. I'll-
1: I was seeing reports this week where they were like, he kind of led Batman into its most campy mm-hmm. time, which I don't know if that's
3: true. The Adam West, like, that's pretty campy stuff, right? It's close. Yeah. But then the Adam West one, though, was, you know, it it was campy in that it it poked fun at it. Like, the, the Batman movie with Adam West, that's like where they had the shark repellent spray from his belt. So yeah. That was... You know, I, I I can't imagine it was like this is going to be like a, this the serious Batman guys. But you know what? Okay, I feel
2: bad that it took like the second after I learned that he died. But I want to start having revisionist history of Joel Schumacher and those two Batman movies, and I want to start sticking up for them. And uh, this look like they're bad movies. That's over. Look it, we have a hundred million Batman movies now. So, if you're not gonna look at Adam West and say, like, that's a poor interpretation of the source material, which was a darker detective story, it's like, no, shut up! You love Adam West! Those, that old cartoon show, or uh, not cartoon, but that old TV show is campy as hell and you love it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those two movies. I get it. We're coming off the heels of the Tim Burton movies. And that was our only modern live action telling of Batman. And it was weird that to switch directors so drastically from Tim Burton's ultra dark penguin biting off a fucking guy's nose, like super gory scarring. Those movies effed me up as a kid. I bet you. I can't imagine... What that Catwoman cat suit awakened in me as a child, okay? But I was like a kid and watching those Batman movies, and they were effed up. And then Schumacher made them fun. Yeah, and I get it. He was doing the like, he didn't care about the darkness of Batman. He wanted to do Adam West Batman, and in that regard, it they're kind of fun movies. As a kid, I. Loved Batman Forever. That was my favorite one. Mm -hmm. You watch Batman Forever as an adult and try and like, you know, live it up to say the Nolan trilogy. It's schlock. It's silly camp trash as well, just as much as Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, of course, took it to enough to like extreme with the puns. But guess what? That's what they were doing on purpose. It was, they were making a fun kids Batman movie. So now if that's not what you're in the mood for, Go watch the Nolan trilogy. It's a better made, dark, gritty, realistic version. You got it. We have that. (laughs) Not every single Batman movie needs to be every single thing to every single person. Yeah, like we're looking back
0: on these like with hindsight being as now as like adults in our 30s. Right. Being like, Mm -hmm. those are shitty. Those were the worst movies ever. But like Paul's right, like. I fucking love those movies when I was a kid. Yep. Like, do you remember those cups? Did you guys have those like glass collector cups? And of there was course. the two faced one. Yep. And the handle yep. was like the coin flipping. <laughs> it's like my favorite fucking cup. Yes. Like loved it. Jim Carrey was awesome in that movie. I loved him as the Riddler. Yep. Like yep. Um, I also as a kid loved Batman and Robin because I liked what was it, Chris O'Donnell? Yep.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Robin.
1: I enjoyed um, Nicole Kidman.
0: yeah I'm sure you did (laughs) (laughs) Um, so no I agree with you like we do look back on them and like shit on them but that is also us looking back on them as now people in our 30s that are like I would never watch this but I think you're right I don't think they're really movies for us I think they're movies for 90s kids
1: I think Nicole Kidman had a line—her character had a line in that movie. It was like, she has a passion for men in rubber suits or something. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> when you go back and watch like, that, that line just made no sense yeah. at all.
2: I, they weren't taking Batman seriously. And so for Batman fans, the demand to take that character at the tip-top of how serious you take a man in a bat costume— okay not not for you gotcha guess what watch one of the other 30 batman interpretations that but
1: we're, we're spoiled now because they yeah. have they have they've done the genre so well we've seen the best of the genre now yeah in you know the dark knight in some of these mm-hmm. marvel movies it's so when you look back yeah there was crap but it mm-hmm. took the crap to get us to the good. Yeah. So I think that's where you can appreciate it.
2: It's unfortunate that Batman has been done so many times in so many different ways that we don't have a definitive one. Like that's the thing you can say about Marvel is they know their characters so well, is that like even though there's been a bunch of Spider Men, the Marvel Spider Man is the definitive one. There never will be, hopefully, another Iron Man, like Thor. Oh, there uh, will uh, be. Uh, Captain Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain America, everything. Like those are in movies the definitive version of those characters, and that's it. Um, I don't know if 20 years from now they'll reboot it. I hope not again, but, like, for now, that's the way it is. It's the only Iron Man there's ever been. It's the Iron Man. Here now, yesterday I saw on Twitter that, like, you know, because of these two stories, Michael Keaton and Joel Schumacher, like, half of the Twitter trending topics were the names of various Batman actors, and people were rehashing out and re-litigating who is the best batman and for what reason and oh there's here's a hot take christian bale was an okay batman in the best batman movie but ben affleck was a great batman in a bad batman movie and keaton was a good batman in a good batman movie it's like right it's like th- this this is what happens when you don't just nail it the first time like marvel you relitigate and you fight about it forever in eternity so but that's fun too i guess uh, it's that's, fun in yeah its that's way, what yeah. geeks love doing
1: though <laughs> i
3: understand <laughs> fighting
1: about who the
0: best of something is
3: <laughs> like who's the best bruce wayne who's the, yeah, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so rest in peace joel schumacher <laughs> that was our death tribute that, that was a, a pretty
0: good one i think we did right. okay
3: For- and i don't bl- i don't i'm willing to go out on a limb and say that it was the studios that came up with the the studio that came up with the nipples yeah, it wasn't Joel.
0: No, it. I'm. No, 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 no. It was him. Yeah, I just read. I that. that but apparently, this is interesting. Just to cap off our little tip to the Joel Schumacher. Apparently, the reason why he put nipples on the bat suit was because he was openly gay, and he introduced the nipples to specifically so that he could lean into the long-standing, latent, hetero-eroticism played between the two characters.
3: Ah. <laughs> so
1: then why...
0: And it says <laughs> Clooney told Barbara Walters in 2006 that he played his Batman as gay because of that.
1: So then why, why didn't they just make him gay? Because in the Adam West, clearly he was playing
3: gay
0: i don't think they were ready for that in 1997
3: yeah. when he played his bat bruce but, wayne is gay but he was
0: that's what he told barbara walters in 2006 apparently
3: wasn't his character dating the supermodel yeah has a beard yeah doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> i don't know this is what i'm reading this is from variety i don't know i'm reading, i'm getting i'm getting this all from we've got this Com. is that a good source
3: yeah is a good no, source. No, one it's, the same one that. It's it's
0: from Variety, so I'm assuming they know what they're talking about. But yeah.
3: Another Joel Schumacher work aside from Batman, uh, one that I liked was Phone Booth with Colin Farrell.
1: Oh,
0: was that a Schumacher oh, movie? Wow. Yeah. Oh, That's, crazy!
3: Uh, I
1: didn't know that was his movie. So Phone Booth with uh, Colin Colin Farrell, Keith, Kiefer Sutherland. As well. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland is really good in that. Yeah. Yeah. And Katie Holmes, as well, as in that, plays the, the small role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a good movie.
0: Yeah. Speaking of good movies, uh, we don't have any other movie things to talk about. Um, so I'll talk about Star Wars. <laughs> um, we've just got more confirmation about the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. It is going to start filming um, this year, which is exciting. Um, So I guess they have a script again um, to get going on this. But the other thing that was recently revealed is uh, Ewan McGregor said that that Disney Plus series is going to use the same visual effects technology uh, that they used in The Mandalorian. Yay! And one of the reasons he's so stoked about that is because he was, like, reflecting on his time with the prequels and saying, like... Like he was literally acting in front of a green screen the entire time. Like you, you watch those movies and they're not really on set every at at, at any time. Like Lucas was just like a green room,
3: sure. They weren't on a volcano planet. (laughs) Spoiler. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm sorry, that was all not real. Um, So yeah, he was. He's excited to um, be using that like similar technology and actually be on set. Um, in, um, let's see here. It looks like Tunisia and Jordan.
1: So well, yeah, starting does, filming later this year. Well, does that mean I got to, you know, re-up my Disney Plus, even though I haven't, you know, watched it in forever since, uh, the Clone Wars ended? I, I, I never watched Disney Plus, so I'm waiting for these series to come. I don't know the pandemic has made it worse and worse, but please give me something to watch on that. Well, I know watch Hamilton next
3: week.
0: Oh yeah! They released a, a put a release date out for that.
3: That trailer. Did you see the trailer for it? Nope. Oh, that makes it look so good. Can't wait.
0: Yeah. Uh, ba- uh, so there you go, Art.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to the, but back to the,
1: um, Ewan Mcgregor there, Kenobi. What exactly is this the timeline they're running with us in that show?
3: They not have they revealed anything. I don't think they've they revealed. They anything. haven't. Oh okay there's a lot of timeline there's like a lot of time to make up for though so I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's gonna be in between three and four
2: yeah I would have to imagine that's where they've been setting that's where all of uh, rebels was set right and Mm -hmm. that's where you got um, you know they did tie up the Darth Maul storyline by having him go search out Obi-Wan Kenobi and they fight in the desert and then Obi-Wan kills him in like two seconds um, which is great, I thought. So, yeah, probably it'll be in there. I mean, it kind of lines up to you e- Ewan McGregor's actual, you know, life, uh, his age. Mm-hmm. since His age. Since yeah. since the end of episode three and before Alec Guinness takes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's exciting. But again, <laughs> yes. filming and with the coronavirus, we have no idea where it's going to be. So that's still hopeful, wishful thinking. In my eyes. Well, I
0: don't know. A lot of these, like, like the Mandalorian and stuff, it's not like they have huge casts, right? Yeah. Like,
1: uh
0: th- Like, they have maybe one or two characters and actors per episode, and then, like, maybe if they're in a village, they have more people on set. But I, I feel like they could do something like this, and it might be interesting, depending on what the story is. But if we begin Obi-Wan's story, well, maybe he's alone uh, maybe he's on Tatooine already. Like, who knows? But, like, after the end, when all of the Jedi disperse, like, maybe he's alone somewhere. Yeah. So maybe those first couple episodes, he's you don't need.
3: Distant.
0: Yeah, yeah, are social distance built in, right?
3: Uh, where did they film The Mandalorian? Like, what was it?
0: T- Tunisia and Jordan.
3: Oh, okay. Right.
2: Yeah, I, I bet you anything. It's just going to be like... Yeah, some some neat adventures. We find him on Tatooine, but then he has to go off on these little one-off adventures. I yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. I I have high hopes mm-hmm. now, thanks to the Mandalorian.
0: Speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars squadrons won't have microtransactions or add-ons. What the fuck, EA? Wow. I don't understand. It's like EA. Wow. I don't know. It's like they've fucking listened. I don't understand. Or maybe like someone at Disney got like now is involved with this property and the gaming property and they realize how shit the first couple games were that they're like, oh we gotta fix this. Interesting. Um so yeah, apparently um but I also love that EA, like they announced this and everyone was like, yay, but then right away everyone was like, no fuck it. This is gonna have microtransactions. And then they had to do another press conference just to be like, no 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 no. This is this is a full game. Don't worry, we're not gonna do that. Like <laughs> I don't know um, so th- I mean I guess that's good no microtransactions they also put out um, some um, gameplay uh, trailer it looks really good I mean unfortunately I'm not going to be able to play this game because it's first person and um, that it, yeah. I just can't do it it makes me feel nauseous but I also like first person in the cockpit doesn't seem like the most exciting place for for, no. for me I don't know Um it would be kind of cool if it was, like, a VR game, I guess. But as a console game, mm-hmm. to be sitting in the cockpit and then have that, like, cockpit you um, you UI around you. Like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, the only thing about that is, like, because, yeah, like... If it was in a VR setting and you can actually, you know, you're looking out, you're looking out your front window, you can look out your side windows, that's mm. okay. But when you're just, you just have a screen in front of you, Yeah. all of that cockpit stuff is just getting in the way of your view. Yeah. So you've got this like yeah, weird dashboard in front of you with all these things that really don't do much of anything or you know, just decoration. So they're all blind spots, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, I guess it makes it more realistic, though, because then it'll look like, because they've got some shots of you in the Millennium Falcon. Oh, Art's gone, but you can fly the Millennium Falcon. But, um, oh, no, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is. He's <laughs> hey. Um Hey. But, like, I guess that makes you feel, like, more like you're in the Falcon, because it looks like you're looking out of that, like, you know, kind of, like, webbed thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I. there's something about um, the cockpit view as well, and we talked about this last week too, but it's it's so true. It's like somehow when you're playing on a TV screen like that, you lose all sense of like speed and perspective of what's around you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, it doesn't work. It's not exciting. You can't see the lasers shooting as good. Like There's all these things. I don't know why they don't know that.
0: I mean, it's different, I guess. I'll give them that, like... I haven't seen like a cockpit game since like what, like Star Fox or something. You were in the cockpit in Star Fox, weren't you?
2: You oh, can yeah, switch yeah. to that view you and can switch your every time. Okay, Well, maybe
0: I wonder if they're going to let you switch the view, and they're just trying to be like, look at this cool cockpit view, right. and everyone's going to be like, nope,
2: turn it off. Yeah, you might be <laughs> right about that.
0: Um, anyway, so I, it, I, it looks good. It looks good. Unfortunately, I won't be able to play it. Um, <laughs> but hey, good news—no microtransactions. <laughs>
2: Who's next? I don't know. We don't even have the like Slack channel up in front of us. You guys don't? So, no.
3: Oh yeah. You guys, uh, Paul. Why don't you yeah. uh, talk about Ian Holm?
2: There's, oh
0: my gosh! Someone make another yeah tribute.
3: Uh, Ian Holm, who
2: no most notably, everyone you know loves to say that he's the best for playing uh, Bilbo Baggins in the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, but he also play- He had a long and great career, actually. But anyways, he passed away this week at the age of 88. Um, will be missed. Uh, I- and for sure, like, you know, I hate to be the guy who just mostly knows him from Lord of the Rings because I saw some mm-hmm. good chirps about that. But like, hey, check out the rest of his career, you dopes. Like
0: the Fifth Element, <laughs> the fifth element. where he wears that really weird, like... <laughs> plastic thing on his head. <laughs> yeah. Great.
2: Um but his no really though his portrayal of Bilbo in Lord of the Rings is like such perfect casting. It was mm-hmm. it would it, I like only Martin Freeman could do everything he possibly could to match it and he does in the Hobbit trilogy too, but like Ian Holm as Bilbo like it just that's that's your introduction really into the more kind of like down to earth human level of that um world like you start i guess a little bit with frodo but then you spend more time with bilbo as those movies get going mm-hmm. and it's just it's perfect it it's it matches the tone of the book in a beautiful simple nice way uh he carries it like frodo is there but bilbo carries it you know for I don't know, a half an hour or so into the that first movie mm-hmm. in, in such a way that is so wonderful and he's so warm and he's perfect. He's perfect in that role. It shows you what a lovely man he is I guess and uh, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, I also will say another performance of his that was like really impactful was in Alien. What was he in Alien? He was the robot, Ash. Mm-hmm. What? And yes I and he that. gets his head knocked off it's the like in my mind especially Wait, in
0: alien or aliens alien oh what
2: and in the you know like everyone talks about chestburster chestburster but i don't know by the time i got around to actually watching that movie chestburster had been almost turned into a joke mm-hmm. you know space balls and all that when ian home as the as the robot gets his head knocked off and is sitting there just ahead the and he's like bubbling the white milk that is their blood or whatever. Oh, yeah, so that's gross. Like that is the, to me what really stayed with me from that movie more than even the chest burster scene. Like that is like fucked up and he plays it really well.
0: Oh my gosh. I forgot. I'm looking at the photos. I looked it up on IMDb just to look. I. T- w- No idea that that was Ian Holm. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. He was like the doctor.
2: Well, he's the robot. So he wasn't like, I don't think he was a doctor. He was
0: a doctor. He's the one that takes the the face sucker off. When the face sucker, I'm looking at the picture right now. Like
2: this. I guess because they don't have a doctor. So he was like the robot doing stuff.
0: He's the The robot. Well, it makes sense in a futuristic movie for the robot to be the doctor, right? Right. You think like, makes sense. Program
3: the medical manual into him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing about him. So um, like you were saying, Paul, because, you know, a lot of people, especially people that are, are around our age or, or a little bit younger, mainly just know him from Lord of the Rings. But he's been a part of franchises that spans, what, three decades? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, huge career.
1: Uh, Parkinson's, I think, is complications from Parkinson's is mm-hmm. why, is how he died. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's too mm-hmm. bad. But 88, you know, that's a good long life for him, so. Far too short a time to live among such excellent and admirable hobbits.
3: Yeah, he's the hobbit, right? Hmm? All right, that was a good one. <laughs> t- We're getting better at things. Yes, yeah, we kind of redeemed ourselves. We are getting was that, better. Do we
2: finally do a decent yeah, death yeah. tribute?
3: Nobody brought up King of Queens. No, <laughs> nobody started singing random songs. <laughs>
1: Hey King of Queens was relevant okay. okay oh God art you ruined it King of Queens was relevant for <laughs> Leah Remney what Jerry Stiller <laughs> oh God Jerry Stiller Jerry Stiller D- was- okay
0: so speaking of I don't know things that you can't find anywhere on TV okay who wants to talk about Cobra Kai
1: oh, yes oh. Cobra Kai okay mm. So, they have to have one more season, I think. There's enough at least for one more season, right, Brian? Yeah. Like, because it it was a. The way season two ended, it was a cliffhanger. You have to know what happens after that. Uh, We're going to get introduced to a new old character, I think, in this next one. Uh, I just hope that they continue with the same, like, rated R slapstick comedy as they've been doing in the first. Two seasons because it's a delightful show delightful
0: so apparently it's moving from youtube premium and it is going to move to netflix um and the first two seasons of the series are going to be made available on netflix later this year um and they haven't announced a season
1: three that's great premiere date yeah that's great more people are going to be able to watch it it's on ne- that it's on Netflix now. Um, so that that part is great uh, as for the production of it uh is it gonna get a bigger budget i don't know i don't need it to be any bigger though do you need it to be bigger brian
4: I,
3: I know you're the only I mean, one like i wouldn't com- i wouldn't complain if it looked a little glossier you know like it, <laughs> it's fine as it is just because of this like i watched it for the story i knew that this was like a uh one of the first sort of youtube um originals or whatever that they were trying to make uh so i kind of took it with a grain of salt, or took it as it is, like uh, it's not going to be the glossiest thing I'm ever going to watch. But uh, if they give it the same production quality of like a Stranger Things or whatever, that's not going to necessarily be a bad thing.
1: And this effectively, um, this effectively ends, I think, YouTube's run of actually producing things. Right? Is there any... So did you have to pay for this? You had to yeah, pay you paid YouTube, for
3: YouTube Premium, or whatever, or you got the first one or two episodes of each season for free. Mm. And then they run this thing is like, you want to see the rest pay for it, you fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I like, I think that's probably where they sort of suffered in terms of like how many people actually saw it mm. because you know, if, if and if you didn't pay for a YouTube subscription, there's a good chance that you probably mm. got a download of it or got it illegally or whatever. So You know, I think this this, you know, gives it a little bit more more to it. But yeah, I I really liked it as an update to what these guys were doing after their cheesy lives in the eighties. Yeah, and um, even just like a lot of the very very subtle throwbacks to like the old Karate Kid movies were were pretty cool in this. Mm. Um, and uh, which is funny, and like this past weekend, I kind of found myself pulling an art where I watch some cable TV.
2: What? You have that? You have?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I, uh, What the? Oh,
2: do you get a,
3: like a deal on it because your
2: wife works for TV?
3: <laughs> no, but we, we just have cable TV because like, you know, the kids also watch like Disney channels and stuff. And, uh... And my wife works for TV, yes, but we don't. get... Disney, we don't, G- you have G- Disney Plus though. <laughs> yeah, but then there's like some things that they they watch that like they want the new episodes of like sitcoms and stuff on Disney. So, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, so I was watching some cable TV. I was pulling an art. I don't. I don't have Peachtree. I don't think. But uh, on one of the channels, on one of the movie <laughs> channels, they had uh the Karate Kid one, two, and three. So I like, and they were. It's one of those ones where they're just cycling that pretty much the whole weekend. So, oh sure, that's the Karate Kid channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Karate Kid channel. Yeah. <laughs> it's only fifteen, <laughs> $15. ninety nine a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they even play the next Karate Kid. Um, <laughs> no, and so uh, I, I ended up watching the trilogy eventually throughout the weekend, and was like, man, I, I, I love this trilogy. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. you're into that's it. About. Yeah,
1: Uh, Pat Morita, he, uh, he, I mean, he's dead now, but he was nominated for an Oscar in that first movie.
4: Wow, Yeah, really?
1: Yeah, Best Supporting Actor. No shit.
4: Wow. Yeah, Mr. Miyagi, right?
1: Yeah. So that was, uh, Um, anyways, anybody, like, I don't know if you've watched them. No, Paul, you haven't. But no. uh, yeah, well, obviously, don't watch the show if you haven't watched the movie. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. It's
2: mm. just you've seen the movie, Paul, haven't you? Nah. What? You
0: haven't seen Karate Kid, Paul, mm. but you've seen Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So you get the wax
2: on wax off thing. oh, uh, yeah, I got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I mean, it's pretty much the same movie, right? <laughs> That's all I needed to know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> same movie. <laughs> no, number two, he goes to Japan. Yeah. Wow.
0: They go to Japan at number two of Ninja Turtles, too. That's
3: right. No, no, number three. Number three. Yeah. Uh, and that was like ancient Japan.
2: Yeah. time traveled. And in Mighty Ducks, too, they go to the Olympics. So I got it. It's all the same. Thing. They
1: didn't yeah. go to Actually, the Olympics. The they went to the Junior
3: Goodwill Games. Junior oh, right. Goodwill Games. Yeah. And they fought the evil, Was it? Finland? Finland. Iceland. Yeah. Iceland, yeah. <laughs> Iceland. <laughs> Guys,
2: they couldn't get the rights to the Olympics, but we knew. We all knew what they meant. <laughs> oh you can watch that on Disney Plus actually. The- there you go, oh, gonna- <laughs> yeah,
0: um just really quick, another cool thing that's coming to Netflix. I knew that this was coming to Netflix, but now we have an actual release date. They just announced it like two hours ago. Unsolved Mysteries is coming back.
4: Oh yeah. yes!
0: <laughs> is it still is it gonna be Robert Stack? No, because he's dead. Um Since <laughs> when oh, <good laughs> uh, it's a new I thought he died a while ago. Maybe I'm crazy. I thought he was No, dead. he died a long I'm time ago. I'm pretty sure ago. he died a while ago. Um, yeah. It's, uh, so we don't know who's hosting it, but it's a new series of Unsolved Mysteries. Um, it's coming in July. Uh, the first 12 episodes are coming to Netflix. Spooky. Yeah.
3: You know who's uh who's composing the theme song to this new Unsolved Mysteries? Who? Is uh, are the, per- the the people I forget the names. But the people that composed the theme song to Stranger Things.
4: Oh, oh
3: no Killing. Really? Really? Yeah. That's right. so cool. Yeah. But if you listen to uh the Stranger Things opening and the old opening to Unsolved Mysteries, they're pretty similar. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good
0: call for them. Yeah. Uh, I by the way, they're not
3: going to stray too much from that
2: original theme song because no. that is like that is unsolved mysteries to me. Yeah. Otherwise, just another off-brand true crime nonsense. So we'll get it together. Bad enough that Robert Stack is dead.
0: He died, by the way, in two thousand and three.
2: Okay. To go back, as we're talking about, you know, subscription stuff here, just really quick, I want to say that, like, man, YouTube is the only one I don't pay for, and it's the one that I should because I hate their commercials so much. (laughs) They're all holding us hostage with their commercials, and like, Brian, can we get like a work? like a work subscription or something like that can the bottom line handle that at the the office because honestly like and i pull so many like clips and stuff i hate so much having to wait through a 30 second commercial to pull a 15 second clip and then find out that the upload from that particular one is bad audio quality do you know what i mean like youtube is holding us absolutely hostage no i'm not gonna watch the karate kid and i don't trust them with original content but just to get away from their horrific commercials Good grief. Oh, I can't wait till Joe Rogan goes to Spotify. Oops, now I'm canceled for liking Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> Joe Rogan's bad. you like Joe Rogan? No. Oh, God. I, so I stopped watching him, I guess, for, for right now. He's bad. For right
4: now. <laughs>
2: I'm taking a bit of a break. Oh, yeah, he's got to apologize or something. I don't know.
3: America's cancel culture doesn't like Joe Rogan.
2: Oh. Well,
3: he did. Can you uh, summarize this? Might as well.
2: Oh, the Joe Rogan thing?
3: Yeah. Yes, it'll be on my new podcast where I review other podcasts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a living hell and I hate it. He's the king of podcasting, everyone. You'll have to start with Joe Rogan.
2: Uh, Yeah, I guess. Sure. Rogan, real quick, got into some hot water last week because first he said... Something dumb like wearing a mask is for a bitch or something like that, or you look like a bitch, and it's like, oh wow, what a very stupid thing to say on. It. Which
3: podcast? Was this
2: when he had
1: Andrew Schultz Shult- on?
2: I don't know. Bill
1: Burr was on, and Bill Burr was going, talking about how he's not a health expert, yada, yada, yada. He's just going to do whatever they say, and I guess Joe Rogan pushed him, yeah. pushed him. Well, and I yeah, don't know he- if...
3: Well, because he's he's very much all about is like well, I don't know about the thing with maybe just take some vitamins or whatever like yes exercise do some UFC I know
2: Rogan has been it's frustrating I have been listening to Rogan more lately and he does shoot his mouth off and he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about in terms of listening to health experts and every time I listen to him I'm like. Wow, they need a doctor Bonnie down there. Wow, what a horrible mismanagement of this crisis across the United States, mm-hmm. and I and their governor as well is kind of people don't like him. Right, anyways, that's what I saw. I saw like massive flaw in information, but also yeah, I don't know if it was the Bill Burr. It was because Bill Burr was like no, it wasn't though because Bill Burr is on a different. I watched the Bill Burr one and Rogan doesn't say the bitch comment in that one. <laughs> Hi, it's Paul from later. I just wanted to insert myself in here apologizing to Art for cutting him off and screaming at him that he was wrong about it was the Bill Burr episode of uh, Joe Rogan where he says masks are for bitches or something like that. Sorry Art, you get a caboose on the Art is Right train. But he tries to get Bill Burr onto masks and Bill Burr shuts him down really hard and is just like, I'm not going to sit here not being a medical expert and listen to you not being a medical expert. I don't want to start this bullshit. I'm not going to sit here with no medical degree, listening to you with no
1: medical degree, acting like we know what's up better than the CDC. All I do is I I watch the news once every two weeks. I'm like, mask or no mask? Still mask? All right, mask. That's all I give a fuck
4: about.
2: I don't care. And that's what the counter argument has been out there from Bill Burr, being a reasonable human being and just be like, I listen to the experts. I don't give a shit. I wear a mask. So anyways, that got tied in with an old clip of Rogan laughing at another comedian talking about how he would only give female comedians stage time if they would blow him. And people rightly pointed out that is an assault. That is horrific. It's a sexual assault, and Rogan there laughing his head off at it. So, he uh, he had a rough weekend. Anyways, I don't want to talk about it. It's frustrating. And Rogan's a hypocrite as well because guess what? Every – I again, I know this from stupid listening to him. Every person who goes into his studio for the last three months has got a coronavirus test. So, like, oh, you're such a tough guy. You won't wear a mask. Cool guy. Then why are you sticking a swab up every into the brain of every person who comes into your studio, okay?
3: Yeah, he he said that in his in a couple podcasts yes. ago where it's like everybody all of his staff gets tested regularly. And I wanted to say, it was like how many tests do you have if like Trump doesn't have a lot of, you know, room for testing in his budget.
2: I know. So anyways, I like listening to him. I do appreciate what Rogan does. He has a big wide open platform where he'll let A variety of voices come in and I do feel like I've learned a lot from, you know, listening to that podcast and the interesting, smart guests he has on. And I like how curious he is on a wide variety of topics. And he gets smart people to say things that I find interesting. But when he's shooting his mouth off himself, I would say like 60% of the time, I'm just like, Oh, shut up, dude. You yeah, know, what the fuck you're talking about? But that's
3: like the first hour of all of your podcasts. Though. <laughs> well, it's like sometimes I don't even know that there's a guest there because he, he doesn't stop talking. Yeah. So anyways,
2: I, I don't, I don't mind if you have Rogan within the circle of your, you know, media diet. But I'm also not going to stick up for him for being a dumb dope, and 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 certainly again for laughing at, you know, a real assault, and and especially in in a field of a comedy that so many women have had a fucking nightmare of a time to try and break into, and constantly being told that women aren't as funny as men, and but 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 now you don't get to go up on stage unless you blow some fucking jackass like. That shit is infuriating. And for him to be sitting there cackling like a, d- I get that that's a really old clip too, but like, come on, dude. Like, I hate council culture as well, but there's such a thing as being held accountable for the dumb things you say. And that's up there as far as dumb things go.
1: Uh, speaking of masks, I think that.
2: Did you say max? Masks. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, you mean an hour ago?
1: <laughs> no, masks. I think uh, it, I think masks should be start, should be part of the new normal. Everybody should be wearing masks now. That's one thing that I want to be pushing here going forward. And there's a tease I may have something cool coming for the Geek Out podcast. Oh,
4: presents! Has presents?
1: <laughs> Maybe.
2: Oh, that's so that's funny. So cute. cute. so excited. So. My dad sent me a mask in the mail, too. It's become a thing. Yeah, like, have fun with the masks. Aww, my mom just bought <laughs> yes, me a mask. It's cute. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone. What's on
0: the one your dad bought you?
2: Ball. Aquarium? Like, like they look like an aquarium.
0: Okay. Yeah. Are you an aquarium guy?
2: I don't know. <laughs> Your dad thinks so? Okay. No, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Whether it
1: hurts or hell, it probably doesn't hurt. Uh, I think masks are the way to get, like, they should be part of our new normal everyday life. Mm-hmm. That's, I think we should all push that from here on out. I'm so. with you. Yeah.
0: Just going back to Hamilton, um, I'm just reading here that apparently it has a PG-13 rating. Um, It's going to come out on July the 3rd on Disney+. But a couple people were like, why does it have a PG-13 rating? What did you edit out, Lin-Manuel Miranda? Um, And apparently, (laughs) he said, I literally gave two fucks so the kids can see it. (laughs) And what he means by this is that um, the original stage play has three fucks in it. And um, Disney said, okay, if there are more than two... Fucks, then it's an R. So he right. took two fucks away. There's one fuck left. He literally gave two fucks so that children can see it. And it still has everything else in it. And it's PG 13.
2: Well, Aww, I good. see we're doing our best with that uh, directive to swear less on this podcast. That's that,
0: that was relevant. I had to say the two fucks and then explain the fucks.
3: Yeah. We can't, yeah. We can't say, well, I guess we could have said F bombs, but then that would have t- taken longer. Did we have any reviews and recommendations? Yeah.
2: Um, I do uh, But
3: uh, Yeah Yeah Good for Lin-Manuel I, I'm, I'm so excited to see this He's a f- Oh I'm I'm actually He could have left those fucks in I'm still gonna show my kid Cause He said um, there's also
0: A one minute countdown clock During the
2: intermission For you to have a bathroom break He fucking knows oh, what he's doing he's man break uh, during this musical so was the thing that like what did nothing can possibly be rated r on disney plus is that the promise there there's no rated r content um i
0: don't i don't know actually that's a good question
3: no i well i think they would have put it on but they would have put it on as rated r content i think they just have a a bit of a um, tougher like standard So, yeah,
0: it says here the MPAA has a hard rule about language. More than one utterance of fuck is an automatic R rating. But what? So, and so you get one, you get one fuck,
2: and that's it. So, put the, so put an R rated movie on your Disney Plus. This must be a Disney thing. Like, we don't want to have any R rated stuff on there. I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Like, what's the big deal about, uh, give me a G rated and give me an R rated, honestly? Or like, give me all three options. Give me the PG one where the two fucks are gone. Give me the R where there's all three fucks intact. Give yeah. me one where there's no fucks. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's an easy thing to do. And it's easy for parents to be able to say, oh, I want my kids to uh, watch this Hamilton, but I don't want them to hear a single fuck. Like, give parents the option if that's what you want to do. Like, the, we, that's, the, that's the world we live in right now mm-hmm. is that, like, you don't have to listen or not listen or watch or not watch anything you don't want to see. And if to your sensibilities, you don't want to hear a single fuck don't listen to this podcast please and <laughs> and you know and 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 disney give us the choice but as a work that's really interesting
0: like that's a great point like why i wonder how hard that would be to like just have an edit of a movie and not like where you're editing it and you're making the fucking or Scarface say pineapples instead of pussy, right. but like just like a just a nothing, right? Well, how hard would it be to go to a movie with swear words, and if there's a swear word, just silence, and then like let you choose for your kids, like do you want the no the silent swear version? I think that, I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah, you could choose different audio tracks for any streaming show. So yeah. why not?
0: Oh, that's a great idea, million dollar idea, Paul.
3: Thank you. Even Disney Plus has like because uh, I have different profiles on my Disney plus a profile for both of my kids and then a profile for me and Elisa. Yeah. Uh And they, they're laid out quite differently. There's like a kid's profile mm. that, you know, doesn't have certain movies on there. Huh. So but there
2: can't be rated R movies on there. Hey,
3: I don't think there. I think you're right, Paul. I don't think I've seen it. I
0: think yeah. that there must yeah. be a, a Disney thing where they don't want rated R movies on there. Cause That's otherwise I, I don't know what this article about, Lin Manuel Miranda giving two fucks is about.
1: Because neither of the Deadpool movies are on there. Yeah. Right? Those are yeah. not on there, oh, but right. like all the other X Men ones are. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I got to go. Uh, miss you, bud. And uh, yeah. I'll see you guys later.
0: Bye, Art. Bye, Art. Bye, Art. Paul, you were going to review and recommend something?
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. We talked about this show really briefly when we first saw a trailer for it, like, oh, a while ago now. A so called Crossing Swords. Do you remember this? It was like a little, I don't know if it's stop motion animation or might be actually like CGI animation, but because you know what? They trick me. You know, I thought the Lego movie was actually made with Legos, <laughs> but it's not. Um, but, um, so it's similar, right? It's like, it's a, it's a cartoon show, but the characters are made to look like little like toys, like wooden block toys. And it's set in medieval times. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember. Yes, yes, yes,
2: yes. And it has a similar production staff as, uh, Robot Chicken. So, anyways, I didn't like it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, it does, speaking of a bunch of swears and, and stuff, um, I just thought it was trying to do that thing where like the characters look cute, but then they say motherfucker and a bunch of like really, it's a coarse language and there's a bunch of sex and stuff in it and there's like nudity and there's like a little
0: oh boo that doesn't sound like something that any of uh, yuck
2: <laughs> right yeah it's like it doesn't work i'm it's like I, who is this for you have to have a pretty juvenile sensibilities and don't get me wrong i do but there's something about just like you know not being funny not being clever trading all that stuff in and leaning on, like, get it? It's cute little characters, but they have a penis and boobs, and they said the F word. It's <laughs> was like, that is not enough. I'm so sorry. That's not enough for me to be to enjoy the show. And, in fact, quite the opposite. It's like a, a complete turnoff for me. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what they think, what that – What I don't know where that formula comes from. That wasn't even South Park's formula, you know? Like, Mm-mm. yes, it was. These were little, like, cardboard cutout – Cartoon kids that were swearing but like nothing about even the original version of South Park was like overly cute and Yes, they would swear once in a while, but it was impactful and the writing was good and the comedy was good You know, it Mm -hmm. wasn't just swearing for the sake of swearing and a bunch of yelling and dumb action and stuff So I don't know. I was excited to see it. It's a Hulu original that for some reason is here in Canada on Crave TV, which is, I don't often see that. Hmm. Like usually if something on, on Hulu, we're kind of hooped, hoolooped looped. Um,
0: good try. Good
2: try. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, so I don't know. I was excited to pop it on last night and then I, uh, couldn't stand it. I thought it was really not very good. So, oh, hmm. too bad. yeah, bad. Anyone else? Brian, reviews or recommendations? I saw the floor is
3: lava. Oh, um, <gasps>
0: oh, how was it? Every time you say the name of that show, I get so excited, and I've literally not seen a trailer or anything for
3: it. It's uh, fun if you watch it on mute, because I find the people very annoying. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: The hosts are annoying the, or the contestants? No, there's one host, but you don't. Who are the hosts? You, well, are the there host hosts? is okay, but like he's also, mm. he gets annoying as well a little bit. You know, it's like if, if you had ever watched like funniest home videos, like yeah. America's funniest home videos, and then you kind of get annoyed by the constant like, oh, he's trying to make the the, you know, the videos funnier by adding his little quips. It's like the guy quips quite a bit. Mm. And then the contestants. Are also that like some of them, they, it's uh, maybe it's the first time they've ever seen like TV cameras or whatever, but they're, they play it up too. So, <laughs> you know, we watch it and we watch it at full volume, but it's like, man, if I could just watch this on mute, maybe that'll be a little bit <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's fun, fun kind of concept. And it's like, I, I've been watching it just because, you know, we, we watch it sometimes. We'll like have it on at dinner. So the kids and, and, and I we, like, we can watch something fun or whatever. It's a fun spectacle, but I, you know, it's like, I don't know if it's going to be one of those ones that lives on forever. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun.
2: I I don't, yeah. When, when it's like a reality show like that, and you can tell these poor people, the contestants, have been like coached up by the producers to constantly quip. And, and I have to imagine there's like a writing staff just off camera of the worst hacks ever just feeding them jokes and they have to probably do it over and over again until they deliver it right
3: like what an absolute nightmare and it just yeah i agree it it makes the shows unwatchable but like seeing them go through the obstacles and trying to get from one side of the room to the the other without touching like or without falling into the lava is pretty fun and then they edit it so that like if you do fall in the lava they edit it in such a way that you never see the person come up and they have to leave the course so Ian's always like where do they go and i was like oh they died <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. funny yeah oh god
2: <laughs> that's funny
0: you're poor kids yeah really <laughs> you're scarred for life
2: well you know what every time we go to Kirsten's house Kirsten insists on putting on the TV in the background this like one of those channels that is at the bar where it's just people getting <laughs> kicked in the nuts over and over and falling down like she's like I love this I just have it on in the house all the time yeah. I'm like are you serious <laughs>
0: fail ch- it's called like fail channel or fail something
3: channel? Like yeah. it's always on at Kirsten's house but this is gonna be one of those ones it's just
0: though. a good back It's a good background thing. You put the fail channel on because, I don't know,
2: it's funny. I know, yeah. I have, like, gorgeous, you know, screensavers of a whale underwater and, you know, it's like uh, drone footage of the most beautiful cities in the world. And Kirsten's like, oh, my God, look, this guy got kicked (laughs) in the nuts as well. Everyone's (laughs) getting kicked in the nuts. It's like, oh, my God. So, but there you go, Kirsten, put this on (laughs) and then turn the volume down and just have it on.
3: Yeah. Okay. And that's what it's going to be. It's like, it's sort of like pub viewing. It's like nobody... Really, unless you're, you know, you do and you're maybe a fucking psychopath, but nobody (laughs) actually sits through a whole episode of like great poker tournament playoff or whatever. But they'll have it on in the bar because mm-hmm. it's interesting if you look up at the screen like, oh, that guy's got like a flush or whatever. Oh, I, you know? I
2: hate to shit on your point, Brian, but I, I absolutely had a roommate who would sit there eating peanut butter toast and watching poker tournaments. Ooh. Well, I'm
3: just glad that you're alive and you're here today <laughs> Yeah, and you didn't get murdered. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, well, I know. It was wild.
0: Um, before we go, should we check the mailbag?
3: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah,
2: let's do it. <laughs>
0: Um, So you got a couple of listener comments. Um, One from Grant. Uh, He said, great episode. Thanks, Grant. Mm. Uh, He said, to tie two topics together, my biggest theater snafu happened during that ergo vis-a-vis speech (laughs) in Matrix Revolutions. Oh, no! He said, as... as as if it wasn't confusing enough, the audio just cut for a good 45 seconds partway through and then the theater restored it without rewinding. <laughs> then some in the theater were very comically losing their minds yelling at faceless absent staff. Good times.
2: That's that's so funny. That would be infuriating. That almost helped his viewing, though. Yeah,
0: but, yeah that almost like makes it less confusing because you get. Yeah.
2: I know, but if you imagine <laughs> you're like watching that for the first time, and this guy's not making any sense, and you're like, ah, uh, it'll. It'll start to make sense here. Uh, just hang on. And then the audio cuts out. Because <laughs> the he's supposed to be explaining
0: the whole fucking yeah. thing, too. Like, you yeah. you would be so mad because you would just think that that 45 seconds must have been the time that they explained it. <laughs> yeah,
3: That's true. That would have been so anticlimactic, too, because then you go back and watch it on DVD. And it's like, OK, here's the part that I missed. Time to understand yes. this. And you watch it like, huh. Think I had a better grasp of it before I <laughs> yeah. saw this. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Uh, Grant also said that uh, he mentioned the thing about uh, squadrons that they announced there won't be microtransactions mm. and a step in the right direction, um, and then said that uh, yes, there will be a full, full single player campaign, which is oh, kind of nice. cool. Um and Paul, you can get your A-wing on, he said. Oh, and then yeah. he also corrected us that uh Battlefront 2 did have a single player campaign. It was fun but brief and shallow.
2: Right. Hmm. Sweet. Hmm. Uh that's great.
0: There you go. You can fly your A-wing, Paul. Good.
2: Well looking good, and I don't have to pay extra for it. How wonderful. Love the I love Grant <laughs> and I love that he's still listening to this podcast. That's great.
0: Uh Jason said, Oh yeah, we asked for a name suggestions last week because oh, that's right. if we wanted to right. change the name of the geek out podcast um so he said uh the kirsten brian bud art and paul yelling hour with the zones paul art bud brian and kirsten now with 20 percent more yelling i mean that's the best suggestion we
2: have
3: oh uh, yeah that's true is that the only suggestion we have yeah. that's the only suggestion yeah. we have of a makes mouthful. it the best thanks mm-hmm. jason
2: thanks jason. well i know we promised we would explain more but i think we should ought to wait for uh bud, bud to, yeah yeah he's the one who's driving that ship
0: um and then someone named Paul plastino <laughs> said did we mention the fun in this pot the fawns in this pause are you saying that the ps5 looks like fonzie's popped collar lol thanks Paul.
2: yeah Someone said something about Fonzie. I can't remember. Okay, Kirsten, can you clear up? I think it was last pod or the pod before that. Somebody named like Jason or Josh or some J name was like said said something about like how it was like oh talking about underpants. Did someone write to us and was like that was Jason?
0: That was Jason. So the same Jason that suggested the hour, the the yelling hour, (laughs) came. Um, He he really liked the underwear talk. He appreciated it and enjoyed our your talk about underwear.
2: Oh, that's great. I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. I didn't read it anywhere. Well, well hey, if what a pleasure. If I can I can't find very quickly. I can't wait to get that underwear. It's taking forever. Oh, yeah. have you got it yet? No. Um. hasn't arrived yet, probably because of COVID, and I, I can't wait to get it, because I don't even know if I ordered the right size. Ugh! So anyways, yeah, pray
3: for undies. And you said there's Star Wars things on it or something?
2: Yeah, on my second pair, because you get a pair every month, uh, it's going to have Baby Yodas on them. <gasps> that's
0: so awesome oh yeah that you get a bit are you not excited about yeah no I
2: am I really am yeah
0: oh something else real quick at the end um, that everyone's excited about and if Bud was here he would be super excited about Uh, June 25th so when is that Uh, this Friday Thursday Friday Thursday um, all of the Studio Ghibli uh, things are coming to Netflix what are those so, Studio Ghibli are like the, um, like the really legendary Japan animation house, like Princess Mononoke, oh. Spirited Away, um, My Neighbor Totoro, um, all of those things are coming to Netflix, which is huge because, um, like I wouldn't say they're hard to find, but like they're hard to find as a catalog, yeah. like that, and the fact that they're all coming to Netflix, things that most people have. Good stuff. Oh, here it is. And all of that vamping. I found Jason's comment about underwear. He said, I really enjoyed the underwear talk. I've used Saks, Meandies, and BN3TH. Ben, I don't know. Formerly my package, a Vancouver company. I justified it with the thought of how much a bra costs, considering I also want support. Meandies are my favorite. Gave up on the Walmart multi-pack years ago.
2: Yeah. I know. I thought about this morning. I pulled on my one pair of Saks underwear and I was just like, what have I been doing? And I can't believe that I have not prioritized my undercarriage in this way for so long. How absolutely stupid of me. This is my this is the biggest regret of my life.
0: We're all excited to hear how your underwear holds your balls soon.
3: Thank you. Hold your baby (laughs) Yodas. Why'd you
0: make that face? That's what the underwear
2: does. It holds your balls. She's right. You know what? She's right. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Good pod team. And before we wrap up, I want to also just pitch one thing. Um. In our activity challenge, Kirsten, I feel like yes, it's good that we've taken it here uh, to declare a winner and everything. But I think to put some more teeth in this game, what do you think of? I think every week, uh, the loser should have to record a short video declaring the winner to be better than them and then and then send it to the winner for, and then share it on their social media like their instagram story and then tag the winner so the winner can then reshare it as well from their instagram story do you agree to these terms
3: yes sure i think we need first before that <laughs> a, a video uh even side by side split screen of the two of you doing burpees cuz i want to see if you guys are doing it right mm-hmm. yeah
0: i'm going to get i'm going to get johnny to like watch me do them and with and and prove the thing that doesn't make any sense <laughs> okay but yeah anyway i agree to those terms i'm kirsten james dot dot james
3: all right uh boytano 913 twitter and instagram or dj boytano on facebook i'm Paul bulbacino at paul paul dot dot sino. <laughs> paul paul, dot, dot. paul. Okay, guys. Uh, d- yeah, Bud will be back so next week, I guess, and it'll be a little less awkward with less awkward pauses. But I don't know; we might edit these out. Um, Thank God. This has been episode ninety of the Geek Out Podcast. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
2: Great. That's great. <laughs> the Geek Out Podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are pretty stupid. I mean, come on.
1: For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit the zone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab
2: of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a Zoner.
4: Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud,
1: resident geek for The Zone at 91.3, and since 2012, I've been talking geeky stuff with Dylan and Jason, Wednesdays at 7.20 in the morning zone, stuff like apps and websites and gadgets and toys but also handy tips on staying safe online making your life needlessly more silly or just better living through geekiness so it's bud's weekly geek out and it's on the radio but it's also a podcast so if you'd like to be a little bit more geeky please subscribe at the zone.fm slash podcast or find it wherever fine podcasts are sold bye